Worst day ever. Worst freaking day ever. The world felt dark around me, and not just because it was nighttime. It was more than the time of day. It was the palpable evil oppressing the air around me, sucking the oxygen out of my lungs, trying to infect my bloodstream. To infect me. How did one simple vacation turn into this hellish nightmare? I looked down at Ophelia, my baby sister. She was worse off than me. Her sunken-in eyes were closed with unconsciousness, and her shoulder-length choppy blonde hair was matted and plastered to her head with sweat and filth and God knew what else. I slipped my arm around her and used the last of my waning strength to pull her closer to me. I shut my eyes and prayed for unconsciousness too. Or death. Death didn't seem so bad at this point. From the loud screams that surrounded us, it sounded like some people were lucky enough to die. Why not us? I shook my head. I couldn't die. I wouldn't die. And I wouldn't let O go out this way either. I was stronger than whatever was making us sick. And I was more determined than the bastards that kidnapped and tortured us. The nuns were deep in communal prayer, clutching their rosaries and crossing themselves simultaneously. Their whispered petitions floated around my head, bouncing off the stone at my back and catching the wind that would float them toward heaven. At this point in our imprisonment, I was honestly surprised that the nuns still believed in God, despite their lifetime commitment to their faith. Even dedicated religious women like them had to know better than that. We had been through too much, seen too much to still be naive enough to believe that a God existed. And if he did, he stopped caring about our prayers a long time ago. Ophelia whimpered next to me, and I bent my head down to press a kiss to her matted hair. I promised her two weeks in the Andes while we figured out what to do with our lives. I promised a life-changing, soul-altering experience. I told her it would make choosing a college crystal clear. It would make her decision between staying close to mom or following her dreams easy. I promised my parents I would take care of her and that I wouldn't let anything happen to her. I promised myself we would have the best time of our lives. This was the trip that we would talk about forever. When we were older, fatter, married, and moms of gaggles of children, we would always talk about this trip to Peru. Remember it together. Damn it. I lifted my ear to the suddenly quiet night sky around me. The fighting had stopped. What kind of men destroyed one of the seven wonders of the world? Machu Picchu? For real? This would be major headlines across the world tomorrow. They would be exposed. And maybe, finally, somebody would know that we were missing and have a lead on how to find us. Our captors had to know the risks they were taking to fight here. So what kind of men would treat this sacred place with such blatant disrespect? I actually knew that answer. The same kind of men that would kidnap two American tourists, and then, instead of trading them into the sex slave industry like any normal mercenaries... They spent the last two weeks torturing us and running ungodly experiments on us. The same kind of men that would kidnap nuns and destroy churches and kill each other without blinking. Those were the monsters that had no qualms about destroying ancient artifacts, let alone human life. The mountain was now eerily quiet. The last of the gunshots echoed into the night, and the sounds of fighting stopped. A shiver slid across my belly igniting a new fire of fear that burned fiercely inside me. What now? 
Our captors had deposited us here on the ground with orders to stay out of sight and keep silent, as if we could have moved or called out if we wanted to. We were helpless. They had seen to that, made sure we were forever incapacitated from their torture and experiments.